and welcome to the Unknown Gaming Podcast, a podcast where we talk about games, tech, and a random topic on any given week. This week, we're going to talk about development updates. So for people that are curious why we're talking about development updates, I do have some important information to share. But first, a little background for those that are new to this podcast. For those that are unaware, I have a hobby in game development and design. And I also have a degree in computer programming. Those are two different things, but believe me, the fields have a lot in common when it comes to making making things. In terms of the process, it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, the fun thing about this week is I get to talk about a game that has been a challenge to make. And I'm not saying it's hard. It's a literal challenge. Because Merg wanted me to create a hard mode. A hard mode. For him. To play. And on the contrary, I'm also ending in an easy mode. Which I'm actually working on as we speak. Um, So, uh, that came about in one of Merg's streams. That... I had to make a hard game for Merg to play. And that hard game also had to have an easy mode as per a viewer's instruction. Also a good friend of mine, Shy. Um, she wanted, I don't know, he, they wanted a uh, easy mode. And it's, it's one of those... It's late when I'm recording this. It's 10 o'clock at night on Friday, July 21st. And I am actually really warm because I don't have, like, a fan in my room. I'm recording. Like, this is my normal setup, but it's, like, really muggy in here. Because it's been not too bad temp-wise, but it's just warm. Um, Off topic, but... Anyway, uh, so Shy and Merg wanted two different modes in the game, which they have gotten in easy and hard mode. I am working on the easy mode first, um, because how I'm going to end up having to do it is instead of doing like events where if the player touches them, it initiates a battle, I'm probably going to do two different map sets yes that is difficult and you could run an if statement to say if uh, if difficulty is equal to hard or in RPG makers case because you can't use strings um, unless it's a player character's name it would be if difficulty equals one or or no let me do this properly so I don't fuck it up so it would be if difficulty is equal to one do this code play process this battle else process this battle then erase the event um, it's the visual scripting works a lot like actual code um, in that it 
follows the same structure, has the same basic principles. You have your loops, your conditionals. Um, you don't have your switches, but you, well, you don't have switches in the way that they work in like C Sharp or Java or C++ where you do a switch with a thing that you want to switch on then you do a bunch of cases and then you have a default which if none of those cases are given that's what it goes to it goes to the default um these switches are you know switches that you can create or they have self switches i don't really know how to explain the difference but i have had to use them from time to time but going back to the actual project I'm getting way off topic here but it's still kind of intriguing for me to talk about it's a lot you know let's just keep going so the easy and hard mode are something that have been a bit of a pain to implement uh, because of the very uh, like the, the thing I just mentioned with the I'd have to do either two separate sets of maps or have to create an if-else with every uh, event. Um, I already have to do that with every transfer. So you would check the, um, the difficulty. Hold on. Oh, the pineapple is so sweet. Whoa. Um, for those that are unaware, during my Stardew Valley stream earlier today, I had a thermos full of what is Crush Kool-Aid. So, but I'll get into that later. But back to the game. Um, so one of the things I've had to undertake is actually doing an if statement for every transfer. Uh, well, not every transfer, because some maps don't have enemies so it doesn't matter but for the maps that do have enemies or that will have a troop that you'll have to battle either randomly or event wise you would do an if else and yeah uh, <coughs> sorry you would have um, an if else for when the player transfers to check the difficulty and it would transfer them to the corresponding map according to their difficulty. Now what would happen if there is no difficulty? Well I'm gonna have to test that and fix that myself. Um, basically I will say when difficulty is set to zero or when it is less than or equal to zero um, run the loop that checks the difficulty or app prompts the user for uh, an answer um, because I don't know what it's going to pick if the user somehow borks that up and hits escape or uh, some sort of escape character in a way like I know there's not an es escape characters are used in code so the backslash n is new line um, 
it all depends on the language, but one that's universal that I've used is backslash n. Um, that's an uh, escape character, uh, but that's just the way that I think about it. Is they find a way to somehow back out of the prompt what would that do and that's actually very interesting that would be a very interesting case for me to to look at so yeah no um that's gonna be fun to test <coughs> to test to fix pardon me um that's gonna be fun to test and fix it's just gonna be great man fantastic um because if, if there is a way to fix it, I might actually have a way to debug it and test it. But whether it works, that's going to be, you know, remain to be seen. But with that being said, let's move on to one of my favorite parts. I've actually gotten some help for enemy ideas from Bob and the other roommate. They know I've been working on this title. They have given me input. It is very, very welcome, and I'm very thankful for it. It is very welcome input on enemies and basic design uh, for the characters. So for people that don't know, RPG Maker has a, uh, a library of preset images you can choose from for your enemies. Um, and the roommate, one of the roommates, like it, it's me, Bob, and then another guy. And the, the other guy got to like take a peek behind the curtain because I was sitting there, I'm planning this game out, I'm discussing with them what would make a game really hard but really fun and then we got talking about enemies and I wanted to put like a reference to the roommate with with his permission he actually was the one that came up with the idea and we had a laugh about it and it was really fun to sit and talk with my roommates about this project and then another thing, like another night, and people, people probably will think I'm crazy, but there are times with certain projects I could tell you exactly what room, like what map I was trying to envision, and like what I was trying to envision with the map. So, for example, in I think it was DH One Part Two, there was a map. I kept kind of seeing this this picture in my head of. A decrepit room with vines overtaking it. It, it was it was strange because it was like one of those things that I never had dealt with that specifically before. Like I couldn't get the image out of my head, and I wanted to design it in RPG Maker, but I I never could. And I'm actually seeing that now as we speak because I can remember like that there were vines coming from the walls like going down the walls and even into the the uh, the little center of the room there that centerpiece it's so weird to like envision that 
and then to describe it to someone and they go, ah, you know, because I've described things to them, like, because I could see and envision what I want in a game or in a game that I make. And I can envision certain cutscenes. We'll say. Um, and when that happens, I'm always told, write it down. Uh, it happens while I was away. I did not have a computer. And I didn't like dictating to my phone because my phone is a little less than reliable. Yes, this actually has to do with this project, by the way. I'm going to put it pointed out right then and there it has to do with this project I was seeing a cutscene play out in my head uh, for some point in the game where you would go to a castle and you would be confronted by you know the castle guards and they'd ask you a bunch of questions you know what state your name business uh, you know blah 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 like that whole exchange I could envision it in my head and I couldn't write it down because I didn't want to use my phone because the way I write scripts, I put the name, colon, whatever they say. And then speech to text is a lot less than reliable sometimes. Um, and it's kind of funny though. If I had Bob here, he would kind of say, oh yeah, I've got you know messages from Jordan talking about snorkeling when we were moving I was going to meet up with them so I could get a key to the house in case someone wasn't there because we were gonna move on a certain day and they happened to be in town and I'm like hey you know do you think I could get the house key so that I can get into the house if no one's there um, but anyway back to the story um, but yeah that's happened where I've envisioned this scene a couple times I even said the next game I, ha I, I make should be an Unreal Engine because that's kind of the style I wanted to go for was kind of like a um, I wanted to kind of do something in Unreal Engine that was 2D, but I could also make the sprites as, as, like, I could make my own sprites or, like, commission sprites. I don't know. I haven't thought that far because that's not a project I'm working on at the moment. Uh, but this, this current title has got me thinking that maybe I should uh, branch out and, uh, actually try and and make a game in unreal engine to see what i can do it's not going to be great by any means believe me my development skills in unreal engine are a little less than ideal um i've been working with unreal engine on and off for a couple years i haven't released any finished products with it but we'll get to that when we get to that um but no when i was out I literally kept seeing the scene of the castle and the exchange of who are you, 
state your business and the many different ways it could potentially go down. Um, but I'd also have to write the script, you know, and write to that point as well. Um, I've seen, I've envisioned like cutscenes for an unreleased game that's actually being used as the script for this title. Oh yeah, I haven't explained that yet. Oh, good God. I, uh, I'm bad at this. I'm bad at the one-track mind thing. Um, but, uh, with DH Great War, I kept kind of envisioning what I wanted that game to be. That game was going to be a prequel. Oh, and also DH Great War's script is being used in this title, just so I can get it out of my backlog of things. And no, it's not a complete script by any means, but it is a complete enough script I could probably get a uh, working demo out of it. Um, but when that project came along, I kind of had an idea of what I wanted, and it's wholly different from what it's going to be. And I'm actually, like, I'm really excited, but I'm also really scared to look at that script, because that was written years ago when... I had no concept of wanting to have a timeline and a story to coincide. But I know what I wanted. And one of the big things that I was going to address at that point was how did Jordan end up with the eye patch? How did he get the eye patch? And that was the big thing that I wanted to address. And actually, uh, that is still going to be addressed in this game, along with a plot point that I created with DH2 Ultimate Showdown, or no, not even DH2, the most recent game that came out that I released. Um, how did he end up with the powers he has? You know? Or, you know, I want to kind of try and dive into everyone and see how did they end up where they were? Or how, you know, what makes them, you know, special. I feel like I haven't focused enough on other characters. So I think that should be a big thing for me. Is We're going to have a portion where you play as Jordan, Marge, Sean, and Jesse, respectively. That's at least the goal. That could change. But I do want to do something like that where you kind of learn what makes each character unique in their class abilities and their personality. Um, and in this game, there is nicknames. They have nicknames. It is Jordan the Harmless. Uh, I'd have to look. I actually have RPG Maker open. So I'm going to, yeah, it's the Harmless, Jesse the Evil. I don't know why. The Mage and the Stubborn. The mage is a callback to the first game I created. And these are temporary. I didn't have a good nickname for, for uh, Jess, but I didn't know what to call him, you know. And then, you know, Sean, the stubborn, I don't know. I'd have to, like, think about, like, common nicknames at the time. I'm not 100% sure, and the nicknames could change, but I did want... Uh, Jordan to have the nickname the Harmless uh, because he 
the way I want the character to be portrayed is kind of one that doesn't want to fight. He'd rather talk, try and talk his way out of the fight. You know, and it's actually something that I have in the game at this moment and in the backups that I created earlier today um, where he tries to talk himself out of uh, a fight and it doesn't work. Um, but this game also plays into the next game as well through some storytelling magic. Uh, that's the truth and honest to God truth. Um, but my plan is right now to release the game on Windows, Linux, Mac, and web. I will have to find a way to release it on web. I'll probably do Game Jolt or something like that. Um, but the PC, Linux, the PC and Mac version will be available for, uh, well, PC will be available on Windows and Linux. It's not just going to be on Windows. Um, that is a goal of mine since I am running all Linux. I would like to be able to have people game on Linux as well. Um, it's nothing, nothing like too difficult because it's literally just a button click. Now, I kind of want to go into like, why am I using RPG Maker MD and not MD? It's because I'm using Linux. I couldn't test the game on the hardware even if I wanted to, because I'm running Linux on every single machine I own at the moment. Um, both machines are running a version of Mint now. Um, this machine is running Mint with Ubuntu under the hood, and the one upstairs is running LMDE. So, my, my engine choice was strictly because of the hardware and the operating system. Um, that actually, this software allows me to develop for Linux and it's a lot of fun honestly like it's so much easier to just not use MZ and then have to download wine and get that set up and wine tricks and I did notice with like MZ if I tried to use Proton it would be extremely laggy and it just wasn't easy to use um, but this game is going to be a lot of fun to make and I will be keeping you guys updated on the uh, development. Hopefully we'll have some major developments come August. Um, the goal right now is to have a playable demo by the end of October, beginning of November. So do be on the lookout for that announcement sometime. Don't know when, but sometime. So we will see you guys later. Bye-bye.